You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Texan, said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello, you goblins and ghouls. Hi, goblins. Witches and warlocks. Episode 51 of Bizarre Buffet, just in time for Halloween. Happy Halloween to all of our listeners. Happy Halloween. And I mean, what a sexy number, 51. Oh, I know. God, I can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait till I'm 51. Such a hot number. It's like over the hill. Can't wait to... uh... Oh my God. I can't wait for those birthday cards. With, like the over the hill. Yeah, with a Viagra pill on it. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to go get my colonoscopy. Oh my God. I'm going to be so good at that. But mm. I feel like I should just jump right into it since it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. So I'm taking us back in time tonight. We're going to 1977. Oh. So I just want you to envision oh. the year's 1977. A yeah. lot of craziness has happened. Yeah. Cost guys. of living. So for like average monthly rent, $240. Cost of a gallon for gas, 65 cents. Wow. Gone are those um, days. You can drink some, yeah. use some for your car. We had the New York City blackout. Son of Sam was out there killing all those broads. Yes, he was, and it lasted up to 25 hours, resulted in looting. Mm. The Atari was released. Fuck yeah, Atari. Elvis Presley died. Oh, pity. The Apple II computer was released. Love the Apple II computer. Yeah, the Star Wars New Hope premiered, the first film. So nice. As did Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. John Scientology Travolta. One of my absolute all-time favorite albums, The Clash. The Clash. Oh, the self-titled album. Self-titled. I love that. Famous clothes, the fashion clothes was... You know, the nameplates and the boots up to the knees Uh, and the platform shoes. I just think of like Terry in like cursive gold, Mm -hmm. you know, necklace. Jimmy Carter was now our president of the United States. Oh, Peanut Carter. (laughs) Yes, Peanut Carter. (laughs) I I always know him as the... Peanut Man. Yeah, he's the Peanut Man. Roman Mr. Polanski, Peanut. our boy Roman Polanski, is arrested and charged with oh. murder of offenses, which included rape by the use of judge, perversion, sodomy, lewd, and lavicious act upon a child. So, well, that that's happened. a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Roman. <laughs> naughty, naughty. Some popular musicians and songs. We had Fleetwood Mac, we had Wings, we had the Bee Gees, we had the Eagles. Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Annie Hall. Such a great movie. We were watching Little House on the Prairie and All in the Family and Sanford and Sons and Three's Company. And Snorting Coke at 54. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Very wholesome. Snorting Coke when you were 12. Hey, Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Drew Barrymore, hi. You haven't returned my comments on Instagram. So now that we're here and we're in 1977. Yeah. What I want to know is, what are you for Halloween? I would probably be sexy Princess Leia. That's hot. I like that. Or I I would go as, like, what the hell's her name from Three's Company in the Daisy Dukes? Oh, Chrissy? Yeah. Suzanne Somers. Suzanne Somers. Mm. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. She was a controversial one. She was. She was problematic. She still is. Oh, God, she is. She's interesting. I think I would be one of the Manson girls. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Thank you. Thank you. I think I would be 
You said Atari was out? Yeah. I think I'd be Pac-Man. Oh, okay. Very wholesome. So so now we're in our we're in our Halloween costumes. Yeah. One of the Manson girls. Yeah, I think I'm Atkins. I want to be the most vicious one. You want to be Susan Atkins? Yeah. Yeah. We have Pac-Man, we have Susan Atkins, <laughs> we have sexy Leia slash oh, Suzanne Summers trick-or-treating. What a fun Halloween party. Okay, it's Halloween night, 1977 in Lawton, Oklahoma. Yeah. And as we are out trick-or-treating and getting the candy and all that good stuff, that's also, I think, like around the time where it was like... Don't get unwrapped things because people put blades in the fucking apples. Oh, God. LSD-laced cookies. Oh, I wish. Okay, well, that's so generous. Oh. As we're in our costumes trick-or-treating, there is a little 19-month-old Nima Louise who's being put to bed. Okay. While I'm Susan Atkins? While you're Susan Atkins, while you're Pac-Man, Pac-Man, and while I'm Suzanne Summers as Princess Leia. Okay, got you. Her parents did this every night. We're out, we're having fun. Little Nima, Louise is asleep. We're snorting coke, we're yeah, killing. Yeah, we're doing all the crazy things. We're Star Wars and. <laughs> but then the following morning... Nima's mother, Rose, wakes up horrified. She finds an empty crib hmm. with Nima vanished from the home. Can I just say that I thought you were going in a totally different direction, and I am fascinated now, even more so. Well, I just wanted us to get into the world of the 70s. That's hmm. all. All right. So that's good. It. I love it. She was vanished from their locked house. Okay, so right. the window in Nima's bedroom was still intact and locked, which meant whoever broke in had to enter from another place. Police were called. They were just as baffled as the parents. There were no obvious signs of a break-in, but it wasn't until the police discovered there was a large wardrobe in Nima's bedroom that was large enough for a full-grown adult to hide within. Oh, dear. Hello, Daniel LaPlante. This is total a Danny moment. It is a Danny moment. Oh my God. Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny LaPlante. The parents, they kind of like were hypothesizing about what could have happened. They believed that shortly after they put her down and left the room, Nima saw a figure that came out of this closet, cried out for help while being kidnapped. They heard noise during that time and they just assumed she was No, this is just what they assumed. Oh. But, you know, the three of us were out trick-or-treating. Yeah, we were out trick-or-treating. Susan Atkins, Pac-Man, and <laughs> Suzanne Summers yeah, as Princess Leia. doing hot girl shit. Doing hot girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out in a fucking local... Something. Hot girl shit Halloween. Parking lot. Yeah. Selfies with Polaroids. Yeah, doing so, helium balloons and getting all dizzy. You might ask, what happened next? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Time goes on, and there was no new evidence found, and speculation started to form that the parents staged the kidnapping. This is the shit I always feel bad for because, like, the parents always become the prime suspect yeah. in an abduction case. Yeah. Anytime, no matter what. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I were murdered, Mark would be the first suspect. Mm. Well, I mean, like, we all know that or John Benet Ramsey's or, brother, yeah. like, 
killed her. Yeah. But, Hi, Burke. <laughs> hey, Burke. Wherever you are. Oh, that always happens. Yeah, it does. It's it's just like standard procedure. Yeah. Really. They were called in for an interrogation. They had to go through a lie detector test. They were found to be innocent. Okay. But <clears throat> while being interrogated, the Carters recalled two months prior to Nina's abduction that they found that their dog was dead from poisoning. Oh, so they just forgot about that? And then two days after that, the house was completely vandalized. And this was all before the baby was disappeared. So this was two months before little Nima went missing. I want to take a moment here and ask, like, why do you think prime suspects will hold this type of valuable information from the police? I'll say that I believe even though they were 100% innocent, they were in fear that when something like that kind of emerges, that the police will focus the entire investigation on the parents. I feel as though someone, like if I were in that situation, for example, I think that maybe they would hold that information kind of, I think, similar to what you just said, because essentially it would like detract from the important thing that's going on, which is the missing baby. So then if you get into the story of like, oh, well, also this happened and this happened, I feel like there's fear of attention going away. But at the same time, I can kind of argue my own argument. Right. Because it's like, okay, but that could be information that actually makes a Mm -hmm. fucking difference. But people have different reasons for their thought process. Yeah. So I can't, you know. Right. Whatever. When the poisoning happened and the vandalism, did they report that to the police? No. This is like... Okay, that's It weird. just came out. Okay, so maybe... Like, they, they came out and it was mentioned while they were being interrogated. Okay. okay. I don't... Then, in my opinion, I don't think that that happened. I don't think that their house was vandalized and I don't think, think that... they're trying to cover something The up. dog was poisoned. Maybe they were saying that... To, to, like, create a, a storyline. Yeah. So that's my input so far. Okay. I could be dead wrong. So the Carters, they were very baffled at the murder of their dog. I don't know the name of the dog, but we can always make up a name for the dog. Bingo. All right, bingo. The the murder of bingo. And the Black vandal- beauty. Black beauty. <laughs> old yellow. Old, old yellow. Old bingo beauty. Okay, great. <laughs> And they were kind of baffled as to who would do something like this because they had a great relationship with all of their neighbors. Yeah, and Bingo was a good dog. And Bingo was his name out. <laughs> Very quickly, their attention turned to a 17-year-old named Jackie Rubidoux, which was Nima's 17-year-old babysitter. Slam the books. <laughs> Throw away the key. Exactly. Investigation closed. Jackie was summoned to the station and she appeared very surprised that she was on the suspect list. And while she was being questioned, she didn't raise any red flags. And due to the lack of evidence, she was just soon released. Like I was watching Star Wars. She was like, I was watching Star Wars and making out with my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. And my friend Jen Wilson has this amazing Princess Leia costume. And then I was like smoking pot, like in the attic of the Carter's house. Yeah. <laughs> 
At Graceland, in Elvis's At Graceland, bathroom. Graceland, in Elvis's be- bathroom. After Jackie was smoking pot in Graceland. Yeah. And in his bathroom. In yeah. Elvis's bathroom. Listening to suspicious minds. Exactly. The case did become dormant for a little while. A cold case for a minute. This was, exactly. So it was like about a month after everything happened that there was a breakthrough in the investigation. Oh, yay. But what were the three of us doing? Like... A month after. We were still in our costumes we on a bad acid trip. Hello. I was playing Pac-Man in my Pac-Man costume. Yeah. At home. Hello. On a Sunday after church. There were some children that were playing in a local abandoned building when they discovered a fridge in this abandoned building. Oh, jeez. Within the fridge, they found a dead body of a one and a half year old girl. Oh, I wonder who it was. That's <laughs> awful. The children rushed home. They told their parents, who called the police. And Rose Carter, unfortunately, did identify the body as Nima. It was discovered that she died of suffocation inside the fridge. Was somebody trying to keep her fresh? But however, it was maybe, but it was still a mystery as to who, in fact, committed this heinous crime. Yeah, this is weird. I've never heard of this story. So I want us to go back a year before all of this fucking madness. So it's 1976. I don't know what we were doing then. It was April 8th, 1976. Hot girl shit in 76. 1976, hot girl shit on April 8th. Probably like watching Three's Company. Calling boys. Yeah. Smoking pot in the attic. Doing a little acid. (laughs) Trepanning the skull for clarity. There was a very similar case that happened on that particular night. Another baby in another fridge? Well, there was a set of of four-year-old twins that went missing from um, their grandmother's home in Oklahoma. Their names were Mary and Augustine Carpenter. That's a last name. Two days later, a group of children again were playing in the same abandoned house. What's with... And house playing. I don't know. That's what you did in the 70s. And they heard a cry coming from a closed fridge. Oh, God. What is... I'm... Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I don't mean to... Yeah. No, this is, this is fine. It's, so I'm, I'm glad that you're so intrigued by this. So upon opening this heavy fridge door, <laughs> there were two twins. And unfortunately, one of them was dead and the other was still breathing. The children notified their parents again, who notified the police. Oh my God, they keep oh my God. finding these dead bodies. the twins were rushed to the hospital. Augustine did survive and was able to by breathing through a little crack in the fridge, but Mary sadly did not make it. Later on, Augustine, when she was asked who did this to them, she pointed to her at the time 16-year-old babysitter, Jackie. Fucking motherfucking Jackie. (gasps) Jackie, you fucking asshole. Who was probably still smoking pot in Elvis's bathroom in Graceland. Yeah, and Jackie's probably totally innocent, and she just has bad luck of, like, she's a bad babysitter, essentially. When she was interrogated, she claimed... Oh, the twins were playing in the garden in front of the house. And, like, I must have taken my eyes off of them for a few moments. And then when I returned, the twins were nowhere to be found. Oh. Fired. She seemed very shaken by the whole ordeal. And she even helped the search efforts before they were found. Like, she physically went out to help with the search party to find little Augustine and Mary. You know, it's kind of like um, 
when there's a murder and it's unsolved and they have a funeral for the person who has been murdered and they said it's like a 90% probability that the murderer is actually at the funeral. You know, it would be funny if someone was killed. Well, no, it wouldn't be funny, but it would be funny <laughs> anyways. If it, someone, would be funny. it would be funny. <laughs> no, it would be funny. Okay, so just imagine, like, someone gets murdered, and then there you have the funeral for the murder victim, and someone does a eulogy and is like, I'm the murderer. No, but they were like, you know, there's a 90% chance that the murderer is in this room right now. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be so ballsy. That would be very ballsy. That would be very ballsy. Listen, it's a statistic for a reason. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the sad part is that, unfortunately... Even though Augustine did literally point the finger at her wrongdoer, Mm. the police didn't have any other evidence to convict or interrogate Jackie further. Oh, shit. So the police concluded that a four-year-old's testimony was not trustworthy enough to get a conviction, and Jackie was released. I'm going to go out on a limb here, on Philip Bondi's limb. It's a reference from another episode. While that's fucked up, I see the point in it, Because there have been instances, and I forget which true crime story it was that I was watching, but there was an instance where a kid had wrongly identified somebody, and it was proven that they wrongly Wrongly identified or accused. So so I, I see both sides. I totally get it, too. And, like, this is kind of where... I start to feel a certain way about all of this because, like, uh-huh. I mean, Is Jackie you know, innocent? No. Well, I'm not going to get there. I'm going to let okay, you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. Out. I know you're so excited. But, like, <laughs> you have to remember, too, like, now we live in a day and age where it's, like, in today's society, it was. it's now, like, whatever the kid says. Yeah. It's their word over oh. the adult. Yes. Yes. That is true. But back then, it was just. They were like, oh, these little kids. Go watch right. Star Wars. So, exactly. And play your Pac-Man. Play your oh. Pac-Man and learn about Susan Atkins. So, <laughs> Jackie moved on from the Carpenters, following the twins' demise, to work with the Carter's young daughter, Nima. Even having been a suspect in the twins' murder, she never received a ban for working with children. And this is where I need to stop here and say, what the actual fuck? Because, yeah. like, listen, I get it. It was the 70s. Yeah. But, like, a background check or something? There was no LinkedIn. Like, come on. Typewriters. I can't can't even work in a school until a background check is done, no matter how amazing my resume looks. Yeah, of course. You know? Like, and I know that I've never committed any crime, but, like, I can't physically, like, by law do that until the background check happens yeah this is a time also there was a rise of serial killers in the united states yeah you had charles manson you had ted bundy you had richard ramirez (sighs) son of sam yeah who else am i missing the zodiac killer yeah like you had like there was a rise of fucking serial killers that guy akala on the fucking dating show killer no, I would be fucking terrified to just let some rando I mean, this into was... my home, especially if they were suspected of like killing a set of twins. It makes me question. You said one was Oklahoma. They're both Oklahoma. Both Oklahoma. Okay. Geographically, there are certain spots, probably especially in different points in time, where the concerns are less or people are more like. 
bad things don't happen here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like meet the cleavers. Yeah. But we've got ourselves a witness, y'all. Are they above the age of four? Yes. I hope so. So a few months later after Nima shared the same fate as little Mary, a witness came to the police station and gave a statement as she believed she knew who murdered Nima. Thelma McCraig, she was a neighbor of the Carpenters, which were Augustine and Mary, the twins. Okay. So she testified that on the day of the twins' disappearance, she saw their babysitter drag them out of their house by force. Oh, wow. She assumed that Jackie was just trying to merely take them somewhere where they didn't want to go, like a doctor or to school, and didn't think much of it. But or like a refrigerator. I don't know about you guys, but like every time I see someone dragging a child, I stop and I watch. I was in Spain this summer. There was a kid that was throwing a full-on tantrum. <laughs> the mother was trying to pick him up off the floor, like, with a cigarette in her hand. And, like, I just could not. <laughs> I could that not. That would be me. Yeah. I, well, remember I sent you a message. I was like, Mark, I just, I like, saw, like, your future self in the scene. <laughs> Picking was, up a child with a cigarette. Right, come on. On the way. Yeah. So, like, my thing is it's just, like. She's just doing her job. I feel like she's just doing her job, but like you see someone dragging a kid, but then they go missing. Yeah. And then one of them shows up dead. Don't you think you would have come out and said something then and there? It was only after she found out about Jackie being a suspect that she realized what she saw on the fateful day. Once she realized that Jackie, the babysitter, was a suspect in Nima's murder case. Then it all clicked. That's when it clicked. Mm. But does dragging a child make you a murderer? No. It does not. No, it doesn't. But, you but know, it- people say that if Thelma, like I just mentioned, like informed the police during the search for the twins, there could have been a chance that things could have ended differently for those twins. And that her withholding that information was found to be extremely irresponsible. However, the information was very crucial in this case. Thanks to Thelma's eyewitness account, there was enough evidence to conclude that the murders of Nima Carter and Mary Carpenter were not just a coincidence. Okay. And two years later... Oh, boy. So, 1979. 1979. We're getting closer to 80. And and we're still doing hot girl shit in our same Halloween costumes. I'm Susan Atkins for the third year in a row now. And I'm Suzanne Summers as... Uh, Princess Chrissy. Leia. And yes. I was Pac-Man, but I got bored of it, and now I'm one of the ghosts from ah, Pac-Man. that's so cute. So two years later, we're still doing our hot girl shit. Hot and girl shit summer again. Jackie was charged with murder. Oh. So let's go to trial, bitches. Oh my god, I'm fucking, I'm there dressed as Susan Atkins. I got my weird <laughs> forehead tattoo. With our shoulder pads. Fuck yeah, absolutely. With a little flair. Yes. Yeah, our hems changed my uh manson girl 70s outfit the hem has gotten shorter i'm feeling the platform shoes okay love it love it you know it's only one year difference so the styles stayed consistent so yeah there was a little bit of consistency it was a carryover yeah now one of the eyewitnesses testifying in court was now six-year-old augustine not four-year-old augustine we've got six-year-old augustine in the house years of wisdom oh yeah poor thing had to mentally go back and retell the story of how she lost her little sister her twin sister she explained how jackie took the twins 
to a white house by the railroad tracks, which is a place that neither of them have ever been before. They trusted their babysitter. And like 99.9% .9 of the time, like people who are abducted or murdered, it's like usually by someone that they quote unquote trust. Yeah. And you can't tell a break-in happened or whatever. It's normally because somebody, the person would let into the house. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if I were kidnapped, they would assume maybe Jen Wilson was a suspect. It was me. And I'm like, we're doing hot girl shit. It's we're fine. We're doing hot girl shit. It's <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not missing. It's 79. We don't have cell phones, assholes. So <laughs> after a while, according to Augustine, they grew very stressed as like the house was a mess and in shambles. There was old furniture, things were destroyed. And Jackie told the pair to get into the fridge and promised them that their aunt would come to pick them up and take them out for ice cream very soon. Mm. Oh my God. I would not get into a refrigerator. But I mean, for even ice at, cream. But they were four. I mean, I would at, I mean, at my they were age. Very, they were very young. They were four. Listen, if you tell me there's I'm ice just, cream. Mm. Those poor. I mean, I feel bad, but I'm just thinking. Like, I mean, also though, for how we need a four-year-old expert. Yeah, because um, I'm like I'm envisioning myself when I was four, and I was very mature. I mean, I was doing algebra and yeah, paying she, bills and hot girl shit and hot now, girl shit. Yeah. This is yeah, we're still doing our hot girl shit. Yeah, at every know? age, at every fucking age, every but era, decade. This is where things get a little sad, and I just kind of want like. Yeah, it gets a little sad. It doesn't really end on the happiest note. Seemed inevitable that Jackie's guilty on both counts of murder. Mm. You know, in 1976, there were two witnesses. And then in 1977, there was no evidence or witness. Jackie never stood trial for the murder of Nima Carter. Oh. Poor little Nima never got her justice. Oh. Which, like, is really heartbreaking. Yeah. Like a one and a half year old little girl. No. Who was abducted and like thrown into a fucking fridge and froze to death. Yeah. There's no justice. No. What's this f fucking person's fascination with the damn refrigerators? Yeah. Sorry. Like, that. so. That's a bit weird. It in is. 1979, Jackie, while we were doing our hot girl shit somewhere, yeah, still. she was found guilty of murdering Mary Carpenter. Okay. She was sentenced to life in prison. She did die in 2005 after having appealed her innocence several times, but she was denied every request to shorten her sentence. Good. And to, but to this day, in 2021, Nima Carter still has no Aww. justice. That's fucking bummer. It is a, it is a bummer. I kind of feel really bad. I know. And That's those poor parents, up. too. Yeah. I know. I understand a lot of why these things are done the way they're done and how they kind of rationalize. And yeah. I will say that even though, you know, that is very much fucked up, I think that is still the legal system in essence. Oh, it absolutely you know, is. It's like working the way it's kind of designed to work. And, yeah. it, and there are so many instances of people who are very much so innocent who go to prison and devote i don't know 30 years more mm -hmm. right doesn't fucking matter a goddamn day in prison for something you didn't do is a day too fucking long yeah. mm -hmm. and that is the fucking end of that an hour for that matter yes. okay 
However, that is an instance of the system working the way it's technically supposed to because they had nothing they could actually connect her to Uh with it. That's a story where it's like, yeah, did she probably do it? Yeah. Yeah, she probably fucking did. But there are so many times where there are people who go through the same exact thing and they don't get that consideration. Mm -hmm. Nope. And they serve most of their lives in prison. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't get that same consideration. Yeah. That is the sad tale of Nima Carter. That is a very sad tale and a very fascinating one. And I have never fucking heard of this refrigerator stuff. Well, that was because we were just too busy doing hot girl shit at the time. We were busy. The coke, the pot, the acid. So this, the baby, this babysitter from hell, I mean... Do you think, like, what the hell is wrong with her? Obviously, she's fucking yeah. crazy, but I feel like there's, like, this common theme of refrigerators and children. It's yeah. like, I don't I don't get it. Like, it's an was, odd choice. Was there a motive? It's a very odd choice. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe it just it's she's just evil. a psychopath yeah. who's fucking insane. And, and like we always say, like, you know, the 70s. Yeah, it was the rise of fucking serial killers. You had fucking psychopaths on the loose, but also, like, mental health. Like, Mm. Oh, forget it. Fucking forget it. I don't even think they called it that. No, no, (laughs) mental health wasn't even a thing. They were like... Sick in the head. Yeah, sick in the head. You were just sick in the head Um, or, like, an invalid. Yeah, yeah, or just, like, do you have an addict that we can put you in? Exactly, or, like, you were thrown in a fucking mental asylum. Like, there was no... Yeah, look at um, the American Horror Story Asylum. Like, that, I think, was supposed (sighs) to be... Such a great season, mm -hmm. though. It it was amazing. That's one of my favorite. The first three seasons are my favorite. Yeah, totally. That was, like, what, the 60s, 70s, I think? But, like, that was a time where they're like, oh, your wife is acting weird. Get us some rest, (laughs) you know? So, yeah. This is what they did. It's fucked. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. But that was the extent of mental health. It was. Sadly. But I'm glad that the three of us survived doing our hot girl shit. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm really glad um, I didn't go in the car with Charlie. Though he told me how what how great I was at doing hot girl shit, but I was like, nah, I'm still gonna do me and do my own. I mean, I almost suffocated in the Pac-Man costume. Yeah, unrelated. It's okay. Unrelated. Well, I started getting a really bad headache from like the Princess Leia, like little like oh the buns, the buns on the side. That'll do it. That'll fucking do it. It will. Well, I mean, Jen, this was a fucking wonderful story. A sad, wonderful story. You know, just in time for Halloween. Just in time for Halloween. So we urge you, do not put children in refrigerators. Please don't. Please yeah. just, 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 you know, call Even the, if you have the urge, you know what you can do? You can reach out to us on Instagram. Yes. At let, Buffet. let us know. We'll take it to a fire we'll station. Take, yeah. Or, Old fashioned. Exactly. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook yeah. at Bizarre Buffet and we can help you. Absolutely. Do so, a background check on your babysitters. Exactly. Yeah, please do background checks. If you want us to do a background check on your babysitter, you can yeah. always... Go to our Patreon at patreon.com yes. at Bizarre and Buffet. Donate there and donate we'll use there that money. And we'll use that money to do a background check on your babysitter. Absolutely, because yeah. we're doing God's work. Exactly. And if you just 
can't do any of that, if you can't give us your money, um, just go on Apple Podcasts at Bizarre Buffet. Leave yeah. us a positive review. Absolutely. Subscribe to us. Please. Tell us what you'd like to hear. Yeah. Yeah, we're always looking for new ideas for topics. We do this for, for you. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're out here doing it for you. It's all for you, which I feel like is a Whitney Houston biopic title. No, isn't that a Janet Jackson song? It's, it's all, all for you. Something like that. <laughs> so, um... Until next time. Until next time. Once again, I am Hot Girl Susan Atkins in 1977. And I am Hot Girl Suzanne Summers, dressed as Princess Leia in Elvis Presley's bathroom. Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> and because I'm also a hot girl, I'm now Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Brown got to you, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh. Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.